Hi everybody, Johnny Meese here. Welcome to the podcast. Good to have you aboard today. Looking forward to sharing this word from God's Holy Bible to you today. From 1 Peter chapter 1, starting at verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this, even though now for a short time. If necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more valuable than gold, which though perishable, is refined by fire that it may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you've not seen him, you love him. Though not seeing him now, you believe in him, and you rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy. Because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now, concerning this salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that would come to you searched and carefully investigated. They inquired into what time or what circumstances the Spirit of Christ within them was indicating when he testified in advance to the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you. These things have now been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Angels long to catch a glimpse of these things. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. That the angels long to catch a glimpse of these things that have come to you. You know what I hear a lot today, and I know you do too. Is there any hope? Now sometimes it's not expressed loudly verbally. But it's expressed sometimes in the body language of people. You can sense that they have a hopeless feeling or a feeling of desperation or despair or anxiousness. Is there any hope in the midst of the circumstances? I tell you, that's just a, such an amazing, penetrating question. And the many that ask questions about so many circumstances of life. Is there any hope? Is there any hope for my marriage? Is there any hope for my children being born again, saved? Is there any hope for me? Is there any hope for my country? Well, you listen to me, my good friends. My answer to you, there is. Because we've got good news. And that good news is that Jesus is our living hope. Our living hope rests in the essence of our salvation. And that salvation that we have is provided to us by God's grace through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at back at verse 3 there. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth. Think about that for a minute. And how do we know this is real? Because Jesus rose from the dead. And that's the core truth of this passage, that Jesus rose from the dead. And because he lives, we shall live also. 
So our hope has been proved and proved again by the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, Peter, who wrote this letter, experienced all of this. In fact, he was an expert when he came to this. When he, he was the first, if you remember, to confess that Jesus was the Son of God. And what did Jesus say to Peter concerning that confession? He said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, Peter, but my Father who is in heaven. See, and then once again, when the women came to Peter to report the resurrection of Jesus, what did Peter do? Man, he took off running to the tomb. And then the Apostle John reported that it was with, that he was with Peter, that he had, that, the, that he had seen the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, you're talking about the same Peter that denied the Lord. Remember before the Lord was crucified? Denied him three times. But you see, I've, as I've said many times, Jesus and Peter had an amazing interaction of spiritual understanding and revelation. And that's where our hope comes from. And what did Peter do? Well, when he encountered the Lord, he heard the Lord say, come and follow me. And that's what Peter did. So our living hope results in the eternal solutions Solutions for these things that we struggle with temporarily. Down in verse 4 and 7 of that passage I read to you this morning, you see the comparison of our eternal prom promises and our temporary problems because we're guarded by a power. Amen. And those promises are safe and you are safe with them. So, no, I can't minimize the problems we have on earth. We have them. But we have to put all that in perspective. In perspective, my friend, it reminds me of a story I heard about some women who were having a Bible study on the book of Malachi. And as they were studying the chapter 3 of Malachi, they came across verse 3, which says, He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And this verse became very puzzling to this women. And so one of the women decided to do a little research. And she found a process nearby that was processing and refining silver and when she went to visit this individual this silversmith that silversmith held up a piece of silver and he held it over the fire and let it heat up and he explained to her that in refining silver one needed to hold the silver in the middle of the fire where the flames were the hottest so as to burn away all the impurities well the woman thought about god holding holding us in such a hot spot. And we do get in those hot spots, don't we? Then she thought again about the verse that says, he sits as a refiner and purifier of silver. So she asked the silversmith if it was true that he had to sit there in front of the fire the whole time the silver was being refined. And he said, yes. He said he not only had to sit there holding the silver, but he had to keep his eyes on the silver the entire time it was in the fire. And he explained that, for if the silver was left even a moment too long in the flames, it would be destroyed. You see, my friend, we can learn from that. No matter what you're going through, the, the refiner's fire, he knows exactly when to relieve you of that heat to pull you out of the fire. So, he's, so she asked the silversmith, well, then how do you know, how do you know when the silver is fully refined? He just smiled at her, the story goes, and he says, 
Oh, that's the easy part. When I see my image reflected in it, I know it's finished. You see, our living hope is rooted in our relationship with this personal Savior. Amen. And that's interesting to me. That's so interesting to me. You know, the angels have never experienced this kind of relationship that you have with the the Savior. No, they haven't. And we need to rejoice. In fact, the Bible says in verse 6, rejoice. <laughs> See, the joy that was in Peter's mind seems to increase as he's writing this passage. So we rejoice. Why do we rejoice? Because we have a living hope. And this is our hope. Think about it. This is our hope. Glory to God. So in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of economics and financial situations going up and down, the ebb and flow of the economic world, the distractions we see in this political year, all of these things that are going on that very often result in people's despair and people's fear, their conflicts. Then, of course, some of those things manifest in the home in your relationship with your spouse, in your relationship with your children, in relationship with your co-workers. And all of this sort of stirs the pot. And sometimes it makes you feel like life is unbearable, that you just can't go on. Well, listen, my friend, you can go on. I can tell you why you can go on. Because Jesus promised you he's never going to leave you nor forsake you. How about that for a promise? He said, I'll be with you always, even to the end. So we have this hope till the end. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Share this podcast with someone. And remember, Jesus is Lord. And speak about that often to your family and friends. Amen.